You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. Are you just trying to do the same kind of spiel again? That's right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I am your host, Ginger Heat, and I am joined this week by the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan. How are you doing, buddy? Mate, I think that's the best intro I've had yet. We've had a few of these body from Kirkcaldy things, and I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, I'm doing well. I, I was saying to uh, a friend of mine the other day that, uh, that I've got a new nickname, and they were like, oh, what's your new nickname? And I was like, oh, it's uh, one that Brad came up with. It's uh, the body from Kirkcaldy. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, but that wouldn't rhyme in your accent. And I was like, well, the body from Kirkcaldy. Yeah, it's not quite as good. It doesn't have the same ring. So <laughs> I'll just kind of stick with, with the Canadian slash North American accent or whatever it is that you uh, you have. No, <laughs> it works. It works with that accent. I think it works slightly with yours, maybe not as well. But in my mind, I was picturing it as how a WWE announcer would welcome you. And so I think it works there. And I think you have a well-developed character already, like when I lived in Scotland. I, th- I thought you were going to say a well-developed body. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> it's well well soft is what it is. but yeah. uh, <laughs> Well soft, well plump. Mine, not yours. Yours is a, is a, you're an Adonis. We all know that you're the Scottish Adonis, and that's why I'll you're better that. than Drew McIntyre. And that's why I think your, char- your character and his finishing move and his sayings I think would be so good in an actual wrestling world. In, in probably the world of ICW, but outside of that, right. nobody would really understand what's happening. So. <laughs> You'd be an NXT star, maybe AEW star. Yeah, and then make it to the main roster and just be like, ah, job, get out. <laughs> Indie darling. And you can hear him there whispering his words of wisdom. He is the Taxman. How you doing, Ryan Waxman? I'm very well, Brad Hamlin. I don't know about words of wisdom, but, uh, you know, I guess I was uh, second knuckle deep in standing water in my sink uh, a little bit before getting on here, but I took my plunger to it. Second knuckle deep. Second knuckle. So you know how you have, like... You call her sink now, or him sink, or whoever sink. (laughs) Great. It's the new Mrs. Waxman, if you you will. Whoa. Or not a Mr. Waxman, whatever you prefer. My partner. This yeah. is wrestling. We don't care. This is wrestling. But uh, yeah, you know, you have two knuckles on your fingers. So I dipped my finger in and I went down to the second knuckle and then I took the plunger to it and plunged her out. And no more Second clock. knuckle deep is probably a really three. good name for a metal band, right? <laughs> <laughs> probably. We got three knuckles. Oh, do we? Yeah. One, two. One, two. Oh, yeah. There's one on the end of your kind of <laughs> oh, yeah. weird amphibian are you cool I, got on more the end I, of your... <laughs> I was just thinking of your <laughs> finger that one's on your you got hand four fingers also are you a simpsons character <laughs> yeah. like this that's on your hand though it's not 90 like 90 degrees finger. 90 degree angles <laughs> i wish everybody could see this right now all of us just sitting there well, I, I was i was on to this, this try one. and do a 90 degree on your hand and try to pick things up <laughs> yeah there you go but otherwise, I'm in great spirits. I'm having a great time. Happy to be here. What are you drinking tonight, Waxman? What's the beverage of choice? <laughs> are you any solos tonight or what? It's solo water night for me. Uh, Dolo, Nation, uh, Dolo Nation population zero tonight. Is that what you Jordan's did with the water that was in your sink? <laughs> just, That's right. Just, 
I've unblocked it by drinking the water. A nice glass of standing water. <laughs> standing water with some like raw pork. Yeah, that's how the professionals do it. it. It's terrible. It's still got some craft dinner and some mosquito eggs. Yes. We got standing water for the working man. <laughs> <laughs> standing water for the waxman. Let's go. It's my new brewery named Standing Water. Standing Water Brewery. So like we sell Waxman IPA. Craft dinner IPA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Go to the next person. Go to the next person. <laughs> go to the next person. <laughs> go, go to Jason. Introduce he Jason. Needs, he needs no introduction. No one likes him. He is at they hate Jason. Nope. How are you doing, Jason? <laughs> um, no one likes Sorry. I guess I'm okay. You know, uh, every day is another day, and um, <laughs> every day is another day that I am scared to get sick. And but I'm not sick yet, so I guess I'm good. Do you work for WWE? Is this? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah, the person that uh, wrote last week's Raw wrote his speech there. Yeah, <laughs> just shit. every day's another day. Yeah. <laughs> and, be- and before I had a before I had a screw up, we were talking about how Raw has the either second up. lowest or lowest um, some sort you of mean mistake. when we recorded we the- for eighteen minutes and your audio <laughs> crashed, crash yeah. Holly. Well, you know, maybe I could get my PlayStation back from you, sell it, and buy a new computer. I don't know. That's Let's not going to happen. So all the all the <laughs> all the reactions from the from the next eighteen minutes are going to be not authentic because we heard all this before. No, 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 no. I just wanted to say that you know to summarize what we were saying before, that either the lowest or second lowest rating raw of all time. We all came together and discussed it, and we said that the show's too long for us. Three hours is crazy. Waxman, you talked about how all the sports are coming back: the NFL, the MLB, the NBA, um, MLS, all the important sports, not Scottish soccer that's closed forever, but all the good sports are coming back soon. And yep. <laughs> George's giving this crazy look. Like, I know the Wraith Rovers are coming back. Don't worry. They'll, they'll be back eventually. Well, right? there's, there's currently a big, a big issue with this. We won't get into it now, but there's a legal battle. Really? Yeah, with the Wraith yeah. Rovers? Yeah. Your local football, a.k.a. soccer team? The, the, my local football team that were at one point one nil up against Bayern Munich, then got beat two one. That's a fact. They got they beat two one against Bayern Munich. That's, yeah, that's not the point. Crazy. Wraith Rovers. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, there's there's currently some ongoings there, which is not not great for us. But it's okay. We'll we'll get through it. We'll get through it. All right. Yeah, the top as well. The the, the Celtic look good and the Rangers look good. So Scottish football is in good hands uh, when it comes back. But like you're saying, Wax, all these sports coming on. Yep. You're getting together with a group of friends for some outdoor viewing you put up a projector you have a couple tents you put on some sports because look we believe in social distancing we're not going inside we're not going to a pub we're not going to a bar we're watching this outside we're doing doing like we're supposed to social distancing yep but with all these sports on are you going to take three hours out of your monday night you're going to miss 90 day fiance with your boo you're going to miss all these sports to watch three hours of monday night raw is it going to happen i think if, if, if you know Got the tents out, got the projector out, and sat down with the boys. I think WWE would be at the very bottom or near the very bottom of the list of sporting events or sports-related events that we would watch. I think, uh, you know. And that's why we do a podcast about wrestling. (laughs) That's right. All that to say, we still love it. We're still huge fans, and everything on this podcast is done with with the love of, of wrestling, and... All of us here have been huge fans of WWE and WWF before. We've been 
staunch advocates for the brand for pretty much our entire lives. We've been promoters. We've talked about it, loved it, discussed it, and we only do this because we're so passionate. And we want to thank you know everybody at WWE and AEW who are still chugging along and still working through this this yeah. COVID situation. So thank you guys so much. Um, <laughs> what, about, what about TNA? Uh, oh yeah, TNA. They Ken Shamrock on one of my guys. So I was super stoked about that. That's true. really awesome to see Ken Shamrock working again, especially in TNA. And the more wrestling brands around, the better, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah. Competition is always good for uh, the quality of the product. Absolutely. Now, what I was talking about earlier was, sure, we bash the brand, but could we do any better? So, do any remember that idea I had earlier? Do any of you guys want to elaborate on it a little bit? For the video? Yeah. So the a suggestion that Brad threw out into the air earlier is each of us take a brand, all four of us, and we have a little draft of our own. Based on the results of that draft, we each formulate maybe one one card and uh, see, uh, you know, for those of us who like to, well, we like to, again, out of love, out of, of love for WWE, we... we we tease it, we make fun of it, we, we complain about it, but can we do better? So that's the idea. Right, so let's, t- if you guys are interested, hit us up at the four jobbers on social media. Hello at the four and let us know if you're interested in this. Give us some comments, let us know. If you want to do this, we will take the time, we will put together a video, we will put together some audio, and we will draft these rosters and we will put together a couple cards and see who comes up with the best stuff. I mean, I know Lewis isn't here this week, the vegan daddy. He's away dealing with uh, Imogen or whatever its face is. <laughs> Imogen. <And> emoji. <laughs> emoji. Is that its name? Imogen. Yeah, his kid's called Emoji. You're just burying this child every week. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if he can take AEW or something like that, and we'll each draft, um, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT or something like that. And I think it would be pretty awesome. So let us know if you're interested in that because it could be pretty fun. Now, Jason. Oh, I need to do the song again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jason's homework task of the week for the jobbers. How was that? That's perfect. Take okay, it away, cool. Jason. I feel like uh, <laughs> Matt Stryker and his giant bulge. <laughs> <laughs> he always, he always had the biggest bulge in the business. He did. He has this. It's He'd do so like a Northern Lights suplex, and his balls were touching the roof. <laughs> it was so awkward. It was always they'd always show it too. They'd always like put it up angle, and you'd be like, "Whoa!" Um, yeah. The question of the week is: Which wrestlers have your favorite bulges? <laughs> well, Charlotte I know Flair. Jason's number one. Uh, <laughs> no, um, your top four. Favorite, favorite, not best, but favorite uh, wrestlers who never won the World Heavyweight Championship, Universal Championship, uh, Undisputed Championship, or the (laughs) WWE Championship. Yes. And we want to make it clear, ECW Championship does not count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. In or out of WWE. Yeah. I mean... You would forgive our listeners for thinking that the question was a bit convoluted, but it's fine. We, After some texting back and forward, we understood exactly what our homework just, task was. Yeah. Well, because Jason always brings out and says your top four favorite, and then he says the top four, so he changes the wording, and to me, 
those little nuances are important. Is it my top four? Well, favorite, no, I or changed it, it because top four because it would be too redundant if we just said the best. You know, like we'd probably pick the same people. So I said favorite to make it more, you nice. know, unique. And um, it's just if you didn't win a, you know, the main title in WWE, uh, WCW doesn't matter. But when it became the World Heavyweight Championship in WWE, that one does matter. So absolutely. So those main main titles. championship titles, you know, like the, when you're the guy or the girl, basically, because yeah. we're also talking about the um, WWE Women's Championship, the Divas Championship, and the SmackDown Women's Championship, Raw Women's Smack. Whatever they all are, like Raw, raw Women's yeah. Smackdown, Raw Women's Smackdown, <laughs> the Raw Smackdown Women's Divas title. That's more or less what it was at a certain point, I think. Yeah, it's a good or, point. What was that little one that looks like an old lady's watch? Like that, that was so funny. Oh yeah, it looks like a fit. Oh, they have to have a tiny yeah. belt. I think that's uh, a AEW's. The, the men's is one is like massive. AEW's current. Yeah. yeah. That's so dis. That's so disrespectful. Why do they have a little tiny woman's watch? <laughs> and the men's one is is too big. <laughs> no, women aren't allowed to wear a big watch either. Like it's just so bizarre. Either, either they can't wear a big <laughs> watch either. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, who do you want to start off with your favorite four bulges? Uh, sorry, favorite four. I'm gonna to never win the chip. Pull a swerve because when we first tried to do this, I said wax, but now Brad. Oh, oh, switched over oh. to Brad. Damn. Are you sure you don't want to go with Jordan? Yes. It's more exciting. You. Okay. So my top four. It's fine. I, I, I know what I am. Wait, but uh, you got to make it clear who your favorite of the four is as well. I, I did them in order of... Okay, yeah. Or do order. My four favorite. Hold or. So my four favorite to never win the title, but I also included skill because they had to be of a certain level to make my top four personally. Because like well, you know, you, know, you guys know I'm a huge fan of Ken Shamrock, but I'm not putting Ken Shamrock on my list. Why? He's skilled. He's very skilled, but I don't think he's better than the four here. And I may like him more than two out of these. It's debatable, but I just didn't think he deserved to be past these four. Okay. So number one, Rowdy, Roddy Piper. So he's number four. Classic. No, he's number one. Well, he's number one, but he's number four. What? 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 Are you starting with your favorite? Or are yeah, you working your way up? No, I started with my favorite. Oh, okay. Fine. Okay, work your way down so we you don't You guys care. can go four to one. I went one to four. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper is the most deserving person who never won. Okay, but that's not the WWE question. WWE Championship. In my opinion, <laughs> as not only one of my favorites, but as one of the best wrestlers to never win. So I think it's all encompassing personally. Fair enough. Yeah. Number two. Owen Hart. <laughs> Owen, the best heart, the king of hearts. Of course. The king of hearts. King of Owen hearts. Owen Hart clearly deserved to win um, before the tragic accident. Do you think? I still think he should have had a title run at some point in there, like a title run with Brett or something. Like, would have been amazing. Had he never tragically passed, do you think they would have given it to him eventually? Yes. No. I hope so. No, I they think sh- they would have. I think they would have as well. How? But like, if he didn't, he was the blue blazer. Like, how do you transition to a champion from there? I mean, Jinder Mahal was in three man band, and then oh, he so you're a talking champion. about like years, years down the line? Yeah, you don't have to give it to him right away. You just, you know, it okay. could be a later down, and maybe after the blue blazer goes away and goes back to Owen Hart. But imagine, imagine him in the <laughs> ruthless aggression era. 
because that's where he would have been wrestling, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think he would have fit in that pretty damn well. <laughs> but he yeah. didn't want to wrestle too long, from what I remember. That's true, like, he yeah. He was really excited about retiring and, and moving on from his life in wrestling. And, you know, he, I think he passed away at 34. Yep. I, uh, something around I think it was, yeah, was something when he passed that. away. So if, we're, if you want to add a few years on to that, I don't know if he ever would have had the opportunity to win a WWE title. I hope That's true. that he would have, but you never know, right? So Owen Hart's number two <coughs> on my list. Um, moving on to number three, one of the greatest villains of all time, Jake the Snake Oofed. Roberts. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of Jake the Snake. Yeah. And I just think he would have been an incredible heel champion. And the DDT at the time was so devastating and disgusting. You know, I think it would have been great. And I, we were watching stuff the other day, uh, looking at old commentary. And maybe this is a controversial opinion, as Gilbert would say. <laughs> but I love... <laughs> Shout out to Gilbert, <laughs> former jobber. I love Vince McMahon on commentary. Yeah, I don't think it's controversial. I think... Um not a lot of people say it, but then when you hear it, you're like, yeah, he was just the perfect amount of cheese. And like, you know, he just, he, he you just felt like he loved it. Like he was just good at getting across, you know, he's a perfectionist, <coughs> right? And it's his company. Yeah. So he made sure to do a good job always. Good energy for sure. Good energy. And he had just like his moments, his little moments. I think he was the one that said, um, the boyhood dream has come true for Shawn Michaels, right? That was him. That's a great call. Yeah, the best call of all time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think it's vintage Randy Orton. <laughs> it's boss time. That was vintage vintage taker. <laughs> the big dog. Here, it was double vintage. Here comes Mungo. <laughs> There's so many the great Yeti. moments where Michael Cole like the reads the, the script and is like, oh my goodness, he fell from the hell in the cell. It, it's Christian. <laughs> it's Christian. <laughs> it's Christian. <laughs> wow. That wasn't John him. John Cena's back from injury. Wow. <laughs> actually, that's a good point. He actually just sounds like a wrestling game, doesn't he? Like, you know, the generic <laughs> commentation you get? Yeah. That is Michael yeah. Cole. He's but off the top right. But uh, Vince McMahon, it was the change in tone. He'd be like, oh, my God, he's got him. No, he doesn't. Like, he would I just go that. right back down. Oh, one, no. two, three. No, he kicks off. <laughs> <laughs> but it made even pinfalls sound, like, interesting. And welcome to Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah. Oh. So it got you, like, pumped up at the start of Raw. And there's signs. So many signs. And you could tell, like, who's over? Who's on right now? Who's the underdog guy that the Mark's like? Because there's a bunch of Mark signs for the Hurricane or... Something yeah. like that, you know? I, I like that. I, I miss the signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we just look at, okay, well, who's being tweeted about? Who's number one? Yeah. Well, mm. great. The, you know, it's not hard to get trending depending on who you are. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't equate the same thing to me. No. no. But anyway, number four. Now, I was torn between two picks here, but I'm going to go with number four, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon. Damn. Uh, he just beats out... My fifth choice, and may, if no one says him, I'll, I'll talk about him later. But I was just such a huge fan of of Scott Hall, and I thought Razor would have been an incredible champion. It would have been so funny, and he's just his, his mind and his wrestling intellect. It would have been phenomenal. The bad guy, the bad man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jason, who would you like to share their homework next? 
Mr. Standing Water himself, Waxman. <laughs> well, clearly I went a little bit more modern than, uh, than Brad did. I picked the guys who are a bit more recent. Some are still active. Some are not. Good. So Good. As I have, I have an active list for later for when we, uh, if, if no one says them. All right. Well, uh, you know, you're all you're all excited to hear it. So, as uh, in in our in our lost recording, I had gotten through two of four, so I'll just repeat them. Number one is Matt Hardy. You guys all know Matt Hardy's my guy. Uh, I picked him for uh, underrated theme song. I picked him for finisher, and I'm picking him here too. I think. Do I think he would have ever carried a brand, you know, through a full season? No, I don't think so. But I think he could have been a good, you know. As Brad said earlier, single feud or maybe even a second feud champion. But you say that, but he, did he not carry a brand? Did he not carry a brand as Broken Matt? So your belief in him, I think, is founded. Maybe so. Maybe yeah. I'm just trying to, to you know, protect myself That's from why the haters. It's, such, it's an unorthodox <laughs> choice, and it's a fantastic choice, and I think you're 100% spot on, and I think he proved Vince McMahon wrong. So good choice, Wes. Fair. It's interesting that his brother uh, made it to the top a couple times, and Matt never mm-hmm. did. Jeff uh, Jeff has a few world championships under his belt, and uh, is mm-hmm. now feuding. And we'll get to Jeff later, I'm sure. But uh, it's weird that they never gave it on Matt. <laughs> uh, he, he he was convincing, and he excelled in every gimmick they put him in. The the, the, the broken Matt, the V1. Well, he put himself in broken Matt, obviously. But uh, the V1, the the Lita and Edge kayfabe not kayfabe storyline so yeah absolutely uh number two is a guy who i think would have been a world champion and i think the plan was at one point for him to be the world champion uh and that's wade barrett the original leader of the nexus wow yeah wade, wade barrett. barrett what about bad wade, news what barrett call i thought he was great as <laughs> i've bad got news barrett some too. bad news <laughs> i'm afraid i've got some bad news but that's that it. That was a great gimmick. He was, I loved Bad News Barrett. He was a great villain. He would have been an excellent heel champion. He he almost had the same like dislikability as... Not quite like JBL. I think people actually hated JBL. But he would have been like a love-to-hate, maybe like yeah. a CM Punk light. Uh, just knew how to talk really well. Was, was fine in the ring. Could hold his own. Uh, could be a leader. Um, was big guy, tough guy. Real life guy. tough guy. Yeah, real life tough guy. So he has sort of that background. Uh, for some reason, British guys are always like good heels. They seem to they just work really well as heels. <laughs> I don't know why, but he, he would have done it. And I think I think he was, the, the writing on the wall was for Can him I just clarify? at some point. Yes, please. When you say British guys, what you mean is English guys. English yeah. guys, you're right. I apologize. <laughs> just to clarify, I there apologize. is a difference. There is a difference. Northern Ireland, Wales, we are sorry. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Love you guys. <laughs> but uh, so I think I think Wade was in the cards to be to be champion at one point. I don't know what went wrong. I mean, the whole Nexus storyline kind of went wrong at a certain point. So maybe that's where it fell apart. But yeah, you know. But he, I guess he still he still built momentum for quite a while after that. Because um, I remember him being in like the IC title picture for a sure. long long time and he was always in matches and in that kind of place but I think it was um, what were they called the uh, oh hell the the ambassadors or something no what were they called there was like four of them him what? oh the League of Nations <laughs> yes that's it oh, the, the ambassadors same thing what are you looking up what, what are you what are you focused on right now you're not listening to Jordan 
Oh, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, I'm listening. He's probably taking notes. Yes. Either that or like, typing yeah, what I'm saying into Google Translate just to understand what's going on. Yeah, he was good in the League of Nations, and you know the core was okay. Like he was always pretty decent wherever he went. And bad news, Barrett. I thought it was a ridiculous name at first, but he was so good at it. It just would have been fun to yeah. see him be a champion and sort of punch down. Yeah, you know, you have to be good if you can turn bad news Barrett. That's a good point. Yeah, it's like really bad news Barrett. That's what you're sticking him with, but it worked. I'm afraid I've got some bad news, and you made that so good. Yeah. Can I have yes. some decorum, please? So uh, he would be a, he would be my second one. I, I loved Wade. He was excellent, yes. and yes. I think he deserved a lot better. But great he was choice. a great worker. Uh, number he three, a, he had a championship match. Uh, he did. Barrett, but oh, it, did he? It, it was a six-pack challenge match for the championship. Oh my god! That's the most they gave him was a six-pack right. challenge championship match. Yeah, where he had no choice, and we knew he wasn't going to win. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm not sure he ever had a singles match for the world championship. Oh. He oh. did. He had a oh, couple of championship disqualification wins facing Randy Orton at Survivor Series. Great. Oh. They had a championship schmoz. At, look, oh, I am wow. so sick of championship schmozzes happening at major pay-per-views. Survivor Series is supposed to be one of the four pillars. When I got my WWE wrestling figure ring back in the day, there was four stickers around the outside. <laughs> there was SummerSlam, there was WrestleMania, there was Royal Rumble, and there was Survivor Series. The big four. So you could not have a jobbed-out finish at first. Fuck! I can't deal with that shit. It pisses <laughs> me off so much. <laughs> it's yeah. not fair. It's not fair to us. Come on. It seems like he was Give close, but he just kept hitting uh, hitting the wall. And then he yeah. uh, joined the core, which I don't even know what that is. The core and, was... Um, yeah, that's the when they spelt, that's when when spelt it wrong, right? C-O-R-E. Yeah, C-O-R-R-E. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah. Uh, core. The core. Later and, uh, it was like Massimo the core. a few guys who <laughs> left the Nexus with Wade after CM Punk took it over. Like Keith Slater and Justin Gabriel uh, went with him. And they were with Ezekiel Jackson, and oh they they didn't do a whole lot. I think I think Slater and Gabriel had the tag team titles at one point. Um, yeah, the core was pretty, but mm. I think Wade Long deserved point. a lot better. Point point uh, final point, I guess on that. Um, number three is another guy I've said here a couple times in the past. I'm going with Carlito Caribbean Cool. Oh, bastard. amazing. He had the, took it from Jason. I, I gotta, love you it. had that. I had a backup. It's all good. You had. Yeah, you had course, Carlito. I love Carlito. On your list. Ah, he was great. He yeah. was again a guy you just really like to hate, and he performed really well in the ring. His like backstabber finishing move was really cool. I loved his uh, feud with John Cena for the U.S. title back when Cena was still yes. the chain gang, and he like Cena had to go like the, the yeah, yeah. great United States to... champion John Cena, great United States. He champion. was a great United States champion, but his feud with Carlito was excellent. And it, who was that guy Carlito came to the ring with a couple like Jesus or whatever it was? So yeah, so... Jesus stabbed John Cena in a bar. Yeah, that was the that was the story. In... in reality, or no, in storyline. No, it was in story. <laughs> oh, right, okay. This is back in the day. Didn't he have like a? Didn't he? He announced Carlito coming in or something. He was no. That's how Bur- you're thinking bit. about Barrio Del Rio. Much of him. You're thinking of Del Rio with oh, uh, yeah, well, Ricardo. He's, I love Del Rio's. Uh, yeah, Del Rio's announcer. great. Ricardo was so good. He's probably just the guy that held the apple cores after Carlito had taken a bite <laughs> or something. <laughs> he cleaned up. He cleaned up the spit. Yeah. yeah. Jason almost killed an old woman trying to get that apple at a live show once. <laughs> <What>? Really. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, Carlito was, again, a really fun. He would have been a very good heel champion. I think uh, I think he had a lot of star power. Um, again, just sort of fizzled out. I think he had some... I don't want to speculate, the business. He comes from a wrestling uh, family, right? Yeah, the Cologne yeah. family. I think uh, Primo was there at one Amazing. point. Primo might still Amazing be there, who knows? Or did uh, they finally get yeah. rid of him? <laughs> His dad has a real sketchy history. If you want to look oh, into for real? the Bruiser Brody, um, what's it called? Uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode was oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still have to check that series out. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Carlito had fantastic. Carlito tagged with Primo. And, and, and so, so that that's, again, sort of downfall. Primo and Epico. Yeah. Primo and Epico, I think they just got furloughed. I think they just got released in the most recent. I forgot they were yeah, there. Yeah, they, they were released a couple of months ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, number four, I'm going back to... Uh, the United Kingdom, and I'm picking William Regal. And William oh. Regal was, I think, again, just maybe, I don't know if he was ever a top guy, but again, maybe more of a lifetime achievement champion. I think, again, he was brilliant as a speaker. He was, he really committed to the business. He was a comp, he, he is a company guy. Like, he's still there, right? He's still with NXT, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I, you know, he, I love the brass knuckles gimmick. I even, when he had Paul yeah. Burchill with his tag team, and <laughs> Paul Burchill became uh, one of my favorite gimmicks was still Pirate Paul Burchill. That's one of my uh, favorite like oh my goodness gimmick so that lasted good. like a month. But William Regal was just every storyline he would do, he committed a hundred percent. He had to kiss Vince McMahon's he's ass. He's quite like um, he's quite like JBL, like an early JBL in yep. terms of the gimmick and the kind of heel that he was and it worked with him so uh, yeah i think it would work with regal as well very well the posh upper class i come from royalty i come from you know wealth uh, i think yeah he would have done very well he could have done what Ki- what king booker did as king booker i think he could have done it very well king wow. booker. yeah so those are my four nice excellent choices waxman jason why don't you give us your four for this week uh, okay, so I'm gonna have to think of a uh, fourth one because you stole Carlito. I mean, um, you could you could say Carlito too I'll if you start... want. No. Um, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just no. I'll start. I'll. All right. <laughs> I'll start with um, Shelton Benjamin. Oh, is yeah. he number four or is he number one? He's number four. Okay. Shelton Benjamin Great is choice. number four. Um. I think a couple things held him back. Apparently, he told off a, a legend in the backstage area, and it, and it, he got really? ba- buried after that. Really? Um, no way. Also, his tights Damn. were his tights always sucked. I thought um, <laughs> they're pretty basic. But he, you know, his matches were like he would always steal the show. Like in um, Money in the Bank matches, he would steal the show. He had an amazing match with Shawn Michaels, as we talked about before. He would just like go out there and always show you something you never seen. He was pretty good on the mic. He had like funny angles when he was dealing with his mom, uh, when he he dyed his uh, hair gold and he was the gold standard. He was an amazing tag team with uh, Charlie Haas and, uh, you know, part of Kurt Angle's stable. He's just a super talented guy and you always look forward to a Shelton Benjamin match and he deserved better in my opinion. He almost made it on my list. Remember when he had the gimmick with his mom? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I remember Big Daddy V... Or viscera, whatever you want to call them. I'm pretty sure he, uh, <laughs> the two of them had a little nighttime soiree 
<laughs> Maybe that's what buried him. <laughs> World's largest love machine. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's too bad, yeah. Sheldon, I mean, maybe with the right manager. I think he needed uh, a manager. Since he wasn't always the best on the stick. With the right manager, I think, yeah, he could have been champion for sure. Like, if you know, Unfortunately, MVP was... Yeah, I was going to say, if MVP was time, around then. I don't know, someone yeah. like... Taz? He's a good hype man for him, and he would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, out of all the performers out there, all the wrestling leagues, they couldn't go down and find like someone and some independent who would have been the man. Like, I don't know, there's things that I think... Uh, could have made that work because I think Shelton could have been an amazing champion. Good point, Jason. Um, next, I will go with D'Lo Brown. What? Uh, arguably the greatest European champion of all time. I would say he is, to be fair. He's the greatest European champion of all time. He also had I'd have to do more research. He also had that hilarious that. gimmick with his uh, chest protector, which was a big, uh, so a big prop good. in a lot of his matches. Um, I don't know why. Like, he was great in the Nation of Domination. You know, that's when he was just coming up. I just always liked sure. him. Like, when he came to the ring, he did his, little, his head swinging back and forth, and he had that leg drop. Uh, oh, his frog splash was great, especially with the chest, chest yeah. protector on. Um, he paralyzed the guy. He tagged him with uh, Godfather. Huh? Did he paralyze the guy? Yeah, draws, oh, well, right? Yeah, yeah. Unfor- yeah. yeah unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, he, he paralyzed draws. It, yeah, he was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was... Good choice. That was, uh, that was bad... Uh, for sure. I like draws too, right. but he didn't make the list. Um, no. <laughs> Dilo's a good yeah, pick. Dilo he was even on my radar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he goes under the radar, but he was uh, he was a great European champion. Um, mm. To replace to replace um, Carlito, I'm going to go with X-Pac, the 1-2-3 oh. kid. I always loved the 1-2-3 kid. Um, and I think he was like... He's underrated, in my opinion. They could plug him in with anybody, and he'd give them a good match. Um, he started getting the X-Pac heat, and I think that stuck with him and kind of left a stench on his career, which was unfair, mm. in my opinion. The, you know, the X-Pac go-away heat, like when he was in, like, X-Factor yeah. later on with, like, Just Incredible and all that crap. But I'm talking about, like, when he, they introduced him to to uh, DX, X-Pac, and it was like, X-Pac, the DX version of his song, like... Uh, he was tag team champions with Kane. He was European yeah. champion. His matches with Sean, uh, Sh- Shane McMahon. Uh, you know, he had good matches with Bret Hart as the one, two, three kid. Like he's got a, he had an amazing career, which I think is overshadowed too much by what happened at the end of it. And people saying X-Pac heat and all that bullshit. I think he's much right. better than that. Uh, also his post career, uh, he's very open with everything. He's got a million great stories and they're all online. If you want to see them, he's on, he'll go on anyone's podcast and talk about it. Seems like a really cool dude that's been through a lot. So X-Pac is number two. And if you are listening, X-Pac, please join our (laughs) podcast. Seriously. See any show, any show you'd say, eh? Hmm. Do you mean any show? And, uh, (laughs) Then, yeah, guys, anything you guys have anything to say about X Pac? It's definitely not anywhere on my list. I have, <laughs> no, like yeah, I'm surprised by that one. I am that I would personally put ahead of him, but I think it's a good choice. I think he would have been a good world champion. Uh, for it, for again, like Waxman has alluded to earlier, for a, for a period of time, a placeholder champion that could have like a really good storyline to win the title, no, but like it, the arg- good. The argument isn't defends like, it for a little while and loses it to someone. It's not, I'm not arguing he should have been champion. I mean, it's just your favorite that never won, you know? 
Yeah, but that's still what's the argument for why he would ever be champion? How do you make? Him oh, champion? I don't. How do you, I, I don't do you make the argument for I it. I don't I mean, have an it's argument. It's just interesting for that. to make that argument. I'm not saying you have to. <laughs> but he did have an amazing match with The Rock. I think on on Raw once, where people actually thought he might do it. If you want to go back, and hey, watch if you it. can hang with Bret Hart, the greatest of all time, then you can hang with anybody. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> and without so is it, the na- is it la- let's let's just say, is it going to be another DX member? What? Your last, your number one of all time. course it's gonna be <laughs> definitely arguably my, my favorite wrestler of all time the road dog jesse james he's amazing like he's not even like that great of a wrestler to be honest um like in ring but everything else about wrestling he does per- to perfection he's amazing <laughs> on the mic uh amazing charisma he knows what to say, how to get the crowd involved. His all his moves, sure. shake, rattle, and roll. The, the the knee drop that he does with his little, you know, the leg shimmy. Everything is to get the crowd involved and uh, entertained. Um, he had a good like he had to go through a horrible gimmick with Double J and all that crap and the real Double J singing country songs, but he he, That's so he, uh, he pers- <laughs> pursued through it, you know, and then got called, you know, then he became one of the in my opinion, my favorite tag team of all time, the New Age Outlaws. Uh, many classic matches there. Uh, part of DX, like his career really took off after that, and it could have went so much worse. Uh, yeah, he's just amazing. I love the Road Dog, and I think he really suffered with his finisher, which I don't even know if you guys know what it is. The pump handle slam was his finisher. Yeah. I only know it because you would try to use it all the time it's in video just, games against me when you're using Road Dog. It's a, <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible finisher. But this, he wasn't really about his finishers or anything it was just about the spectacle of the road dog coming mm. into the ring getting everyone involved his showmanship it was great shake rat and rolls a better finisher for goodness sake. yeah his little punches that he does he was great he was great nice the road dog that's a good choice i um i would love to see i would have loved to have seen a you know championship program between the road dog and billy gunn where they had like a falling out and they're both feuding over the WWE Championship because I feel like either of those two guys arguably could have done it because they're both extremely charismatic. They're both hilarious. They're both athletic. They're both good wrestlers. Both good on the mic. Like they're obviously together, so good and maybe underrated when we talk about tag teams. I think we do not are, talk yeah. about those two enough. And they are both incredible. Well, so together, I don't know. They could have had a good program for the World Championship leading the company. I, I know it's it's a stretch. They did have a little really feud. Cool. I think it was for the Intercontinental, maybe. No, the European or, or the, the uh, Road Dog yeah, did. Other. He won the IC title. The Road Dog, I think, once, Small maybe watch twice. Belt. So <laughs> pretty good. The Fitbit Championship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now, the moment we've all been waiting for: the top four from the body from Kirkati. Yeah, so unfortunately, pretty uh, much everyone's... Underwhelm uh, everyone with your four choices, please. Everyone's pretty much <laughs> said mine. But I knew this would be a thing, so I've got some backups. Nice. Um, my, Are you going four to one or one to four? Well, I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you four to one, okay? Who is, um, who is on your list that we already said? I'm curious. So, on my list that's already been said were... Rowdy Roddy Piper. Hmm? Owen Hart. Great. And Shelton Benjamin. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Good list, though. That's a yeah. good list. Okay. Awesome. I do, however, have some more that 
Good. When I was thinking about some favourites of mine, whether or not they would have been credible champions, I, I wasn't sure. Um, two from Attitude and two from Now, basically. Okay. Nice. Um, one of them we've just mentioned, and that is Billy Gunn. Nice. Oh, good. I'm sorry. It's but okay. I- it's okay. <laughs> I think I only thought of it because he mentioned Road Dog. So yeah, Ass Man was just such a great gimmick. I just thought it was, and he was such a big guy as well. He was so tall and he had the physique and he looked like a champion. He had. He wasn't maybe the best on the mic, but he was good. That's why he had, he had um, Road Dog. They played together so well. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So well together. I mean, I, I still think he can do it, but you're right. Together, just oh, yeah, so good. Um, so Billy Gunn, um, another one that uh, I wanted to add. That I'm surprised nobody said actually. Rusev. He's on my list for modern. Good choice. Rusev. Yes. Rusev. Didn't even think of it. I wish. Rusev oh, just choice. after the the feud over the months with John Cena I think would have been a great heel he champion oh, it was amazing that was so sick with but the it, tank the Bulgarian flag it was, Americans yeah, don't like, that was such a good gimmick but, like, he would have made such a good heel champion then but then when Rusev Day started he would have made a great oh. face champion as well so he was quite versatile I quite like that about him and I think it's a shame that he just never got that opportunity um, I love Rusev to really show what he's done now another one that's probably on everybody's list from modern day and he's still got that chance is of course Cesaro yep Cesaro wow he wasn't on my list that's like, a great yeah I mean he's, I he's still got him. an opportunity he's you know that that's probably going to happen at some point but uh, I feel like he needs a manager he does again. yeah but uh, Cesaro, I think, has got the in-ring ability. I think his problem is the chat. He's uh, maybe not the, quite yeah. got it. The in-ring ability has never and been maybe, the, the question for him. Yeah. So maybe maybe having a manager. An underrated tag team. Bar was a great tag team. Absolutely. My last one, right? And no one's mentioned this. And I see, when we brought this up, I was like, oh, okay, this guy and this guy. And I thought, actually... This guy, I always thought was great, and I thought would have been a great heel champion. Hello, ladies. Oh wow, Val Venus. Really, in the Attitude Era, Chief Morley. Wow. Like, j- j- like as Val Venus. Maybe not so much when he was in the um, Right to Censor, but like, <laughs> no, the big Val as Bowski. Val Venus. Him coming out, he, like. Wow. Think about him in pop culture at the time as well. You know, he was hanging out with, um, like, uh, what do you call them? Playboy bunnies and all this kind of stuff. So, like, right, yes. he was in pop culture, so he was already he already had that. But then he was pretty good in the ring. He, had, again, had the, the body for it. He had the, the chat for it. So I think he would have been a great champion. That's a good I, one. I, I didn't think of him at all. I think he would have worked really well, especially in that era as a champion. Like, he had the saxophone music and everything. Like, I think it would have worked very well in the Attitude Era. It's like a yeah. sort of... Yeah. So, good, he was, good pick. He was your favorite? He was your favorite he, that never won? He's not my favorite. because I would say probably my favorite was... Probably... Oh, that's tough. I'd say my favorite is probably Rusev. Okay. 
over like Roddy, yeah. over like anyone like that, or yeah, yeah, Rusev would have been so good. Um, but yeah, Val Venus was definitely one of the ones that I was like, oh, hang on, do you know what? I don't think anybody else will mention him, but everybody would go. Actually, he was pretty good back then. Great choice. The money shot. I would have loved to see him with that. Yeah, the money shot. I never knew like, what that imagine, meant. Imagine like, him why is it in the, the ring. Money shot? Right, yeah, yeah. As a kid, we didn't know. <laughs> imagine him in the ring with the towel on, right? And then he gets into the ring, starts pulling the towel off, and underneath is the championship belt. I mean, that, that would be so just the belt. It would looked awesome. Just the just, belt. <laughs> yeah, just the belt, yeah. That'd be so uh, he need that might match striker bulge though to really make it work properly. Mm. There you go. Yeah, he had the he had the big Valboski. <laughs> We're there not worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a few more that I wanted to uh, to mention here. Um, my favorite female who never female performer who never won was Tori Wilson. Yeah, you know I I, I just find it weird that she never won. I, it, well, she was actually a good wrestler. She was a good talker, decent. Like I don't know. It just seemed like she should have won. Keebler. Keebler never won as well. Um, I don't think she's as good as Tori at all in terms of her wrestling <laughs> and everything. But <laughs> not really. It a seems like she. Yeah, she didn't win. Uh, but the number five that I, I left off my list was Mr. Perfect. Yeah, he does deserved it for sure. Obviously, Mr. you know, career cut short and everything. But still, even during that time, it was just that awkward time where. You know, guys like that didn't didn't win. Yeah. You know, like Bret Hart's build and stuff like that. But you can go back and watch his matches. Remember when he came back in like two thousand three, uh, in the Royal Rumble? No. I might have it blocked out of my brain. Was did it, was it like Roddy Piper when he came back with his no, big egg? No, no, he legit came. <laughs> no, he legit came back. He was one of the final Smooth guys. Egg. He was one of the final guys in the Royal Rumble, and he was he looked good. It wasn't that far remo- removed, you know. But he got fired because of the plane ride from hell. The plane ride from hell. Elaborate. Uh, well, it's one of the most famous things in wrestling history. Yes. It was just like everyone, like they were coming back from a tour in like Europe or somewhere, and everyone was on this plane together. Like Rick, like name you name it, Undertaker, Ric Flair, everyone was on it. Ric Flair was strutting around naked. People were getting drunk. Someone chopped off uh, Michael PSA's hair. Stuff, you know, someone pooped in <laughs> someone's bag. Like all this debauchery <laughs> happened. What the hell? And uh, I think um, what a flight that must have been. Like Brock Lesnar <laughs> got in a fight with someone and almost knocked open the emergency exit door. And like <laughs> oh, Mr. Jesus. Perfect did something too. And Mr. Perfect was like, "Oh, like right when he came back and he killed it at the Royal Rumble, and then it was over." Are you serious? Yeah, wow. I have to go back and watch that. I, maybe I blocked it from my memory because it's just so hurtful or just so uh, so difficult. That sucks. But, I mean, another one that I had, so besides Mr. Perfect and, you know, I, I had mentioned earlier Ken Shamrock, of course, um, but there's there's one here. I have um, one, two, three, four more to go. So, Goldust. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Goldust never won the world title, and I definitely think he could have. You know, against Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Bret Hart, like any uh. of these guys, he created... Razor Ramon, he was such like a good oh, heel. Yeah, I think that's the problem though. You could have built him up into something so incredible. Yeah, he was he was in that era, wasn't he? When yep. you've got The Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Would you say he deserves it more than any of those guys? Probably nah, not. He was a but... perf- perfect mid-carter intercontinental champion guy. Yeah, hey, he's just one of my favorites that I think should like I I think he could have won. I could make the argument for him, even though that's not the 
the point of this exercise, I think Goldust is one of the most incredible characters of all time, one of the best performers oh, of sure. all time. One of the best gimmicks of all time, no doubt. And I think if you made it believable that he could continue winning because he was an incredible wrestler, then there's no reason why he couldn't have been yeah. in the mix and in these, you know, these multiple matches. And I don't know. Back then there was only one title, now there's like five, so what about times uh, are different, but the artist British. formerly known as Goldust. And I don't know about him. I don't Remember know about Stardust. Burned, I don't know about Cosmic suit, Dust. I don't know about any of those. And then he came out with like a ball finishers. gag and spikes every week. It was like a new outfit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, it's one of those things that just went into a direction that is just so. And then he got Tourette's because he got he electrocuted. So much better. <laughs> oh my god. Hmm. What do you guys think? British Bulldog oh, was British my next uh, next one there. Yeah. Anyways, up there. I think that's. What do you guys think about? Yeah, for sure. What do you guys think about China for the world championship? China. The women's. China. No. China never won a female championship. She never won the women's title oh. or any title. I was she talking about her. Title, as a, didn't she? I know she won the women's title. I'm talking about her winning a men's title. Yeah. Multiple like, times. She won the IC belt. I know, but I'm talking about the main title. Like, would she fit on the list? I guess. Because she was. You I know, don't see why not, personally. She competed against men. Well, also, first of all, could you see it? Do you think she would have been able to do it? The, of course, they could have done it, definitely, yeah. I, I don't think at the time of of her being in the industry would have allowed for it, though. Yeah, if that that's makes what sense. I was, they actually, they had, her, they had her win a number one contender match, and she was supposed to be in the main event at SummerSlam against Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin for the title, but then they... They schmozzed it like six different times, and then it turned yeah. into a triple threat match, and then Mick Foley won. Then yeah. the next night on Raw, they gave it to Triple H. Yeah. Even though that was one of the most popular pay-per-views of all time, it could have gone so different. One of the most yeah. convoluted main events ever. If you go look how that came about, it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's true. She almost made my list just for that, but uh, yeah. You're, I, I agree with Jordan. I think maybe at the Good time, choice. people weren't uh, weren't ready for that, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. And the last two that I have, um, one being from Montreal, and I still think he has a chance. Sami Zayn is someone who was a great champion in NXT. He's had some of the best matches in recent memory. Him and Kevin Owens hopefully will one day have a universal championship match together. Some sort of thing like that, I hope. But uh, with. With Sammy's views on Syria, maybe Vince doesn't like him. I don't know, but I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and my last one that, again, I still think, I think still has time and is one of the most underrated performers in WWE today. Oh, my. One of the most underrated talkers. Oh, I'm excited. Most, one of the most underrated wrestlers. Bad is Xavier Corbin. Woods. Oh. Xavier Woods. <laughs> what? Xavier Woods. I know he's undersized, but he is... If you watch his matches and you watch what he does, oh, he's great. he has the talent. He has yeah. the storytelling ability. Amazing he has on the, the athleticism. Mic. Amazing on he's the mic. He's incredible on the mic. And, yeah, sure, you'd have to maybe get a different gimmick and stuff like that. I, like, I prefer to him to have his own thing maybe. But there's no reason, like him versus Seth Rollins, something like that, why that can't work. I think it would be sick. So him you, versus AJ I mean, Styles. Have... I, don't, I don't like him versus like Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Maybe he'd have to be built up to something like that. Or Braun Strowman. Right, but SmackDown... Uh, world champion or whatever it is like definitely let's let's get it going i think he, you know if i think he is as much as i love kofi i think he's 
learn from Kofi mm. and built upon what Kofi is. And I'm not saying that for any other reason other than they work together. I think they're. I think he's someone that de- that deserves it and that can carry a title so well. His social media game is WWE's all about social media, and this guy's like a this guy's up, a up, god down, on down. social media. Up, up, down down is excellent. It's just I guess if it is, I like Woods and I like him on the mic, he's great. He's of of late. He's been very good in the ring up to him not being in the ring. Um, but he's been great and it's been good to see him in matches rather than just standing at the side with a bloody trombone. <laughs> um, but I guess if you're looking at the new day and you go, okay, who deserves the title? You're probably going to look at Big E, right? Yeah, I think that's a given. I think that's just, you're right, 100% right. I should I should have prefaced it by saying, first of all, what about Big I e? would rather see Big E as champion than Bobby Lashley, oh, absolutely. then Sheamus, absolutely. then like these these bigger guys, like the, the muscled guys. I would love to see Big E over any of them. But, I think Big E versus Braun Strowman, like all that stuff. But would that not make a great storyline of Big E? I know they, they've said they don't want to do this, but Big E winning the title and then the underdog story of Xavier Woods versus Big E. That'd be so sick. How, I would uh, love that. Even, how, if, even if Xavier lost in the end, it'd be so fucking How tall, yeah, how tall good you to think see he that. is? Huh? Xavier Woods? Yeah, I guess. 5'8". 6'1". Six, six you thought he's 6'1"? Really? 6' <laughs> It's 5'11". Same, oh, height, yeah. same height as AJ I, Styles. I think it's just compared to Kofi and Big E. He looks exactly, yeah. tiny. Yeah. Well, see, I didn't think he was that small, but I mean, I don't know. No, I, think, 5'11", I think he could be like... Not, you know, Big E is 5'11". This no, he's great. not. It's that's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> what say? They're both the same height. Your, your personal notebook. Yeah, Xavier Woods is five eleven in heels. Maybe Jason's personal notebook. <laughs> no, it's, it says on Google. Google. Uh, it says on the Googles. Very much okay, well, I mean, that was it. I had uh, you know, Gold Dust, British Bulldog, Ken Shamrock, Xavier Woods, Rusev, Sami Zayn, Tori Wilson, Mister Perfect. Those were all the ones that. Nice. Uh, Anybody else? We're not in my top. What about four. Papa Shango? Anybody else? Papa Shango. One. Coco, beware. Bam, bam, IRS. Bigelow. No one else had any on their list? Bam Bam that Bigelow. Bam Bam, good choice. What about Doink. Lex Luger? <laughs> oh, yeah. Lex Luger. Yo, Lex Luger celebrated like he won when he when he had that disqualification <laughs> win and he held the title. They all celebrated like he won. <laughs> the Lex Express leads <laughs> to a fucking... <laughs> the Lex Express. What thinking? What thinking? I love Lex. Lex is so funny. Lex and Sid. Sid. <laughs> Lex and Sid in, in like great promo battles would have been so funny going at each other. Like, did Scott Steiner ever win one? So good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, think so. He had the world heavyweight title. Yeah, the world heavyweight, right? Never mind then. Scott Steiner. Holla if you hear me. <laughs> Steiner mania. Well, that was another great homework assignment from Jason. Thank you so much, Jason, for coming up with that one and if you guys have any suggestions for choices you have to send them to at they hate jason because he's the only one that comes up with these is jason's homework segment so please go bother him on social media and let him know if there's one that you'd you know some sort of top job or question you'd like answered we will definitely get to it so and uh i'll, I'll just world, uh, i'll oh, sing us yes, out please. um <clears throat> jason's homework assignment for the jobbers Ta-da. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. 
So we got five minutes Dude. left to uh, talk about everything else. <laughs> 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 to be fair, so you could probably round up everything that's happened in the last week in five minutes. Yep. So let's be honest here. What have you guys watched this week? Uh, Raw and SmackDown and NXT. Same. Full shows or highlights? Uh, highlights of everything. Highlights of, of everything. Three. Amazing. I will say the same. Jason? Well, uh... <laughs> Just be honest. It's okay. If you didn't watch anything, watched, it doesn't matter. I watched We're going to go over it now. It was anyway. Keith Lee versus Adam Cole last yes. week? Wednesday? Baby! Yes. I watched that match. And was it was match. the first Keith Lee match I've ever seen. And it was a good match. No doubt about it. Um, and I'm we very, told Jason I'm very to go watch Keith won. Lee. He did. He didn't watch his best match, but he watched his most current one. So thank you, Jason, <laughs> for doing your own homework. <laughs> so Adam Cole is going to go to the main roster now or what? I mean, I think I, I, I kind of hope they wait so that they've got an audience again. Because I feel like Undisputed Era, the pop they'll get coming from NXT up to the main roster will be insane. Would so they I, all I jump up at the same time? Why not? Like, the other guys aren't doing anything else just now anyway. They're just... You can't put them in the, into the main title picture right away either, right? Yeah. So. I, I would take them with them. Um, I think Adam Cole's great, but he's only great because he's got the squad. So if you bring everybody up at what... Imagine um, New Day, right? New Day are all celebrating, doing their thing, and then suddenly that music hits and... Instantly, there's a feud between two stables, which we just don't get anymore, right? Yeah, that'd be amazing. It's true. Good point. Stable feud would be uh, great. So what do you think of the match, Jason? What do you think of Keith Lee overall? What do you think his ceiling is? Oh, he's 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 got to be um, WWE champion at some point, for sure. Just like... His obviously he's he's unique because he's massive and he's athletic. Uh, so just give him the belt. Give him the belt. Just give it to him. But he's got he's got two already. So give him a third. Give him <laughs> <laughs> NXT tag team championships as well. He, he Honestly, can win both he should of. just he should just show up next week at Raw and bury um what's his name? Who's the champ? <laughs> I forgot. Um, Drew McIntyre. Drew, Drew McIntyre, McIntyre, and then walk away with three belts. Let's go. It's definitely not the worst idea. What, like, what do you think? Um, what do you think of his wrestling style? Because I think the thing I like most about him, because I've watched him for a little while now, is he's a big guy. But if I wasn't watching and I was just being like list, listening to a description of what was happening, he he is not what I would picture. No, of course not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very. He's unique. 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 New York. Yeah, like I I watch him and I I genuinely don't know what's going to come next because I think he is he's so talented and I think he's been he's been building this kind of plethora of knowledge and and. and kind of moves uh, move sets over so many years that he literally can do I mean he, what's his tagline he's limitless and I genuinely think he is yeah and he's already got a great rapport with fans like they absolutely yeah. love him Keith Lee whoop whoop 
So strike they, they gotta <laughs> so. like strike while the iron is hot instead of like waiting like they always do. Like with Braun Strowman, they waited till he sucks and then they give him the belt. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean mar- part of it might be trust, right? I mean in the past when you give a guy a title too early, you can fizzle out and ruin it. So I mean Name, give me an some example. Sort of Vince strategy, but give me an example. Ryback. <laughs> he got the he never <laughs> won the title, did he? He won Did he win any title? Oh, probably. Oh, you won Probably. the tag titles, didn't he? No. Well, we're talking about the, a real title. Oh, right, sorry. We'll have to look it up there. But I just wanted to, because um, there's a few things I want to get to here. I would love to, at the end of this, go over the card so far for Extreme Rules yeah. and have some predictions, just on-the-spot predictions. Is it this uh, week? Later this week, we will. Sunday. This, this coming Sunday. Oh, yeah. snap. So I would love to. We'll do a post later this week, and if, um, you know, we will be posting it at Four Jobbers on all of social media, but I just wanted to take a look here at Raw. Do I have any notes here that um, are actually really important? Um, Bailey calls out Trish and Lita, so she seems to think she's going to win this weekend, which I I agree with probably. Yeah. So um, she is aiming to have a SummerSlam match with Trish and Lita. What do you guys think about Sasha Bailey versus Trish Lita? Oh, a tag team match? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess we know what Jason's opinion is. I I don't Fine, like, I don't care valid. for that kind of crap. You know, like just bring them back and oh, it looks so cool. It's like useless. It doesn't mean anything. I don't want to see it. I want to see Bailey versus Sasha at SummerSlam. Belt versus belt. Bailey versus Banks. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate match. <laughs> it would so be great. Do we, think, do we think that's what's going to happen? Do we think? Um, Banks is going to have the Raw title. That would make sense. You got a ta- the the tag team champions are both champions themselves, and they're going to fight at SummerSlam in the main event. Let's do it. <laughs> if they're going to fight each other, sure. But what if they don't? I mean, I I still think they're going to win. They're going to be fully kitted up with all the gold. They're the only thing that gets ratings right now. So yeah, I think they're gonna go I, all in on them and funk. I like the idea, <laughs> then the theory of Trish and Lita coming back, but I do think that especially if they're both holding the championships, the belt should be defended at SummerSlam. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. she, I don't think she go to SummerSlam and not have at least some of those belts that they're gonna be holding by then, up for grabs. Absolutely. Because otherwise, what are the other women so. on the roster doing? What are they working towards? <laughs> Well, I was no, going to say, I quite, like the, I quite like the dynamic between Ruby Riot and Bianca Belair from last night. Yes. That was actually pretty cool. Oh, yeah, what happened? Quite I good. That like, was interesting. I like them both separately. I think Bianca's insane. She's incredibly talented um, and quite different to everybody else. Um, she's got that kind of, if you want to call it the glamazon type thing. She's extremely pretty, but also has that raw strength as well. Um, so it's really nice to see um, her on the main card doing something. So maybe there's something in that. Yeah, she's badass for sure. And I, you know, I was hinting to her getting back, or what's her face getting back together with um, Liv Morgan. Yeah. But it looks like them two together is actually a lot more interesting. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. That's pretty cool. So I was surprised by that for sure. The other return of the week that I was excited about was Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Oh. She came out when Tazawa was arguing with um, our truth Ron Killings. Yes, Ron Killings. Our truth. Ron Killings. It kind of ruins it when, uh, when you're on social media. I 
I was so excited because I thought she was going to kick the shit out of both of them yeah. and win the 24-7 title. And I was like, this is going to be so good. And then she just barks at them and they both leave. Yeah, and she's, Whatever was going she's, on between them is now canceled. She's too good for that <laughs> to give her that stupid title. No. I know. I just thought that's what they were going to do. It would have been good in the moment. But you're right. It, it, long term doesn't make sense. But I'm happy to see her back. Yeah, for sure. Because she gives some, you know, some really good heat and danger to the to that division. And so I'm excited to see where they go with it. So, well, so what do you do with her? Do you put her straight back into title? Kind of spot, or do you make her build her way up through the ranks again? Well, the title matches are all set now. So For this pay per view, yeah, of course. Yeah, if you're going to go, if, if Sasha and Bailey both win, do you have them feuding against each other at SummerSlam, or do you have Baszler taking one of them away and fighting them? Maybe Charlotte fights the other, or Asuka, or I mean, there's so many different directions they can go with yeah. this now. I mean, I, d- I really don't know what they're going to do with Sasha and Bailey. What do you guys think? I think they're going to have to feud again at some point. We've seen it a couple of times, and it always works. There's always a good draw. Yeah, good. But I just, there needs to be something um, that really kicks this off. Because it can't just... So what do you do with Baszler? What? What do you do with Baszler then? Well, that, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> tough. I, why? I mean, there are so many talented people on that, like talented women on the card. Why does she have to be fighting for a title right now? I mean, let's okay. Let's have um, let's have Baszler versus Bianca Belair, or Ruby Riot, or something like that. Yeah, she'd have to have someone with her, like have Liv. Fine, because Liv's cast it away, and like I don't know, something like that. Yeah, sure. As long as she's involved, it's going to be good. You're right. So she doesn't necessarily have to be in the title picture right away. No, but it's exciting to have her back. That's one of the, one of my few standout moments from um, from Raw was she, her coming back. I thought it was cool. Sure. What's with um, Seth's new music? Have you guys heard that? The Monday Night Messiah music? Yeah. Is it, that's not just this week, though, right? Yeah, that's... No. I, I do like... Uh, it's been going on for a bit, but just I, do, I just I just remembered it all of a sudden. I like that Seth's promo uh, from Raw was basically... It was almost like addressing <laughs> the fact... It was a little meta. He was like, I thought it was a figure of speech, but he's actually going to do it literally. He's going to try and take out my eye, my actual eye. Like, uh, he just kept going on and on. He's like, oh, God, I thought he was kidding. I, th- I thought uh, it was a metaphor, and I think it just mirrors what everyone else that speech, was saying. Do you think that speech was meant for Rey Mysterio, or do you think that was meant for the writers? I, think I it thought was it was a metaphor, for... but it turns out the writers actually wanted to pull my eye out. I think it was yeah. meant for the, the writers and uh, the WWE universe because we were all asking yeah. ourselves that. It's like, are they really going to do this? <laughs> like, Or are they going to yeah. do some other type of uh, representation of it? So, stupid match, but uh, hey, we're going to see it on Sunday. I'm, I'm going to tune in. I need to, I need to see this. I, I just need to see this. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's it. I mean... It's probably going to be awful, but we're all sitting here going, yeah, I'm probably going to watch that because I need to see what they're going to do. So just, yeah, if that was their plan, it's worked. Yep. <laughs> so just to, my crib notes here. Um, crib I notes. still really wish that, I, I just wish that Drew and Ziggler never fought. Yeah. I think that sucks. Zelina Vega is killing it, holding that tag team together, and I'm excited to see where that goes. She is a good manager. Um, I quite like yeah. her. Yeah, she's amazing like or a think, valley, she's a great uh, in-ring performer uh, do we still that's the call other thing is she can valley she can go. yeah hmm. what are you plugging in there jason <laughs> how did you know <laughs> I heard you get off your phone and pay attention to the podcast i'm plugging in a um, laptop 
<laughs> Seth and Murph, um, whatever. It was good to see KO get a Murph, win. Whatever. <laughs> Murph, whatever. can't even deal with it at this point. But KO with that win, it was great. But I also want to bring up the five-year anniversary of the debut of Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha yeah. on Monday Night Raw, where they beat the shit out of the Bellas with Paige. And it was so good, and I was so happy to see those come up. And it was really... That's the moment we can look to, and Paige's championship is won, and then that was really the moment where the division really changed. Yeah, for sure. These three were brought up, kicked the shit out of them, and it was great. So I just wanted to shout them out on that historic moment. Is that five, five years, right? Five years. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, we're five years removed from that, believe it or not, so pretty cool. Five years removed, and the three biggest draws in the women's division are still... Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey. Not that Bailey was involved. Bailey wasn't there. included in that, yeah, but she was the NXT champion. But she was at the NXT, time, so exactly. So you know, she, she was, was around that NXT time as well, carrying the fucking brand. So shout out to her as well. It's, a, it's crazy. Yeah. So did you guys want to talk about Raw or SmackDown or NXT before we get into the Extreme Rules card? So one one thing: and, uh, Have you guys watched any of AEW? Not this week. I, I've only read it. I, I would love to know yeah. what's going on in AEW. So obviously, A and W. But quality. What's going on at A and W? We're the chubby chicken on sale, Brad. Let's go. The uh, so I, I've been kind of catching up with bits Come on, and pieces of burgers, it, Jordan. <laughs> just to see what's going on. And there's one guy that I just want to give a bit of a shout out to, um, and I don't know if you guys have watched him at all. Is Orange Cassidy? Have you guys seen any of this guy? Oh, I've heard it. I saw the name. The pockets guy. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get a chance, go and watch <laughs> some of his matches. He he doesn't talk. He doesn't. He doesn't need to. He literally just throws himself around the ring with his hands in his pockets. He is the most <laughs> chilled bastard <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Is that the bo- the the shaved head giant stares at the camera? No, 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 no. He's like. Kind of medium height, medium build, slicked back, blonde hair, big shades on, hands in his pockets, and just looks around. Um, but he he has a great match with uh, Jericho at their Fighter Fest pay per view, I guess you would call it, um, and it is phenomenal. So please go and watch it. Um, yeah, I'm writing that down now. I'm going to watch that after this. It's it's really, really good. And like I say, I've never seen somebody... I mean, it's not wrestling. It, it's I don't know what the hell it is. It's gymnastics of some sort. But... Uh, Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, what was that, Jason? What was that? Are you still watching fucking videos? You can't even listen to Jordan talk for two seconds. I'm listening and I'm checking out Orange, Orange Cassidy. That's fair. I'll let him off. I'll let him off. But yes, guys, go and look at that match. Um, he is great. So it's uh, it's worth watching for sure. I'm down. What else on it? What else happened on AEW? What's going on? Is there anything? Uh, they they seem to be. Note? I mean, there's there's storylines, but I think the difference between WWE and AEW just now is AEW have almost kind of paused on longer storylines it seems like they're just they're kind of embellishing the characters a little bit just now and then once everything goes back into full swing I think they'll kind of kick it off so there's just, it's more kind of building on 
gimmicks and things like that and just kind of going through that until uh, you know when they've got an audience back and they can go okay let's build these storylines and actually show what's going on here um, which I kind of I understand and I kind of respect that in a way it just seems like why waste good story well if you've got good storylines why waste them now yeah like it seems like a good time to try to overtake WWE in a few instances and it seems like they're coming close oh, yeah for sure in terms of their their viewing now Jason we have a, a buddy of ours on Twitter dead on Dave who great guy love him to death but on the regular rips apart AEW and especially their owner uh, for constantly bragging about what demographics they're hitting oh we beat raw and this this demographic and stuff like that what are your thoughts and feelings on an owner of a company or the owner of AEW tweeting out those things? Um, I mean, with the most recent one, I was kind of disappointed. Like, they said they were seventh in the ratings and, like, it's still a win. It's like, why even bother saying that? Uh, it doesn't make me mad and not want to watch it or bury it or anything. It's just, like, when they came out, they're like, we're going to do our own thing. We're going to be legit good wrestling. We're going to, you know... Uh, prove it in the ring and, and the storylines and I think they should just stick to more of that and unless they really have like an amazing win like oh yeah we beat uh, NXT big time we're number one in the ratings something like that but like you know going on about a demographic and saying uh, we're seventh it's still a win and all that like just <laughs> forget about it for now just do your own thing be fresh and uh, if you ever if you ever first okay go ahead even second maybe or because they lost to NXT, I think in the ratings there was like seven hundred and nineteen thousand to like seven hundred and fifty something thousand, something like that. Both bad, you know. It'd be nice if they could get a million right. at least each, but uh, Raw bar- barely gets a million, I guess. Right? So yeah, I don't know. I wish he would just, you know, just. St- I, I don't. I'm not as angry as some people about it, but just you know, stay away from it. Do your own thing. Don't don't worry about it right now. What do you think, Wax? To the demographics? I mean, it's cherry picking. Well, even even the, the touting of it, the, yeah. the owner of the company tweeting out saying, hey, we're in seventh, but we hit the 18 to 35 demographics, so that's, that's blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, I don't know. Who cares? It's really, for me, it's 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 just who cares? Like, I, I just was reading uh, the past few weeks, AEW overall, their numbers are lower than NXT. So, I mean, yeah, you might be beating certain right. demographics or, or whatever, but you're still losing overall. So it's like it's like that meme I showed you with the Habs when they made the, the quote-unquote playoffs and the guy's, like, celebrating oh, yeah. with the wine volley <laughs> season 12th place. And it's like, okay, like, so? <laughs> <laughs> the Habs squeaked into the, into the playoffs by, like, a gimmick. Like. <laughs> by a gimmick because of a disease. So it's the same idea yeah. for me. It's just, we don't even want to win. I want I want a draft pick, baby. Let's go. Give the Habs that draft pick. Let's go, Lafreniere. Give it. Well, yeah, exactly. Do you think but, they should move the show to Monday? Guess that. I mean, depends what they're trying to what they're trying to beat or or run against. Because I think it wrong. seems like at the minute NXT is the show they're trying to beat. I yeah, but I think if you're ever gonna go against Raw. You could do it now because Raw is a shell of its former self. And but they're not hot either right now, right? If they were blazing no, hot. But Wednesdays for wrestling has never been a thing, really. You know, it's not a night. Right. 
And um Well, well it is a night. That is a night of wait. The <laughs> it's not a night of wrestling. Or like, I guess it's they not made a night it of one. the week. It's not a night of wrestling. <laughs> Jason has decided Wednesdays will not be for Wednesday wrestling. Wednesday is no good for wrestling, yes. <laughs> it's no good for Jason. I mean at some point at some point uh, they want to be seen as a, you know not a contender to NXT, which is their you know the le- the least of the WWE products, uh, maybe not in quality right. but in in stature, you know. So at some point you your AEW that's your main your main your main program like that's all you got right. They got one show. You you want you want to battle Raw at some point, and go after them while they're weak and while everyone's weak, you know. Yeah. Even even playing field. All right, so I just want to go really quick over the card for this weekend. We will skip over SmackDown Live because nothing uh, too extreme, too exciting happened there. It was shout out to Cesaro and Shinsuke yeah, winning again. I will just say that I like them yeah. as a tag team. They're gold. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, the Cesaro did a great job picking up where Sammy left off. Yeah, and uh, excellent all around. So Agreed. maybe they can come together and be a, a stable at the end here. Maybe I hope they win the belts. So, um, f- yes, that would be Sorry. fantastic. Go Continue. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So wait, as we move into, what? no, I'm joking. Go ahead. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> as we go into extreme rules, I want to go over the card here and give me your predictions. <laughs> Horror Night. All right, so what's that? Horror Night at Extreme Rules or whatever it's called. Isn't that how they're billing Ho- it? The, the Horror Show. Horror Night. Horror what's Show. Horror That's night? it. The Horror Show. Horror. The actual pay per view is called The Horror Show at Extreme horror Rules. The Horror Show at Extreme yeah. Rules. Yeah. The f- The Horror Show at Extreme Rules coming this Sunday. This is the card as it is. Let's go. Apollo Crews versus MVP for the United States Championship. I am actually excited about this match. What do you guys think is going to happen? Apollo is super talented. MVP is great on the mic. I think... I I think Apollo is still going to win, but I think it actually might be a really good match. It's tough because I, I, I... I want MVP to win, but I don't think it makes sense for him to win because he's being built up as a manager, is he not? So it's, it's yeah. just right. So I'll I'll go with Apollo also. Jason, um, <laughs> I hope Apollo Cruz. I hope Apollo Cruz wins because I like him. I liked him ever since he came in to the main roster, even though he got buried pretty quickly. So I'm glad that he's getting a little push now, and I hope that he continues to capitalize on it and fleshes out his character, because we all know in the ring, he's a, a beast. So continues to flesh out his character and makes us care about him. So going forward, uh, he'll be stronger and people will care more. Um, so I hope he wins. Sure. And um, I did hear an interesting take on another podcast, so I'm going to steal it. And uh, I think it was like uh, Don Tony. He has like a podcast I listen to. He said, what if... Um, MVP wins and he's the champion and he's still like Bobby Lashley's mouthpiece right so you have the manager as the champion always elevating Bobby Lashley saying he's the greatest while he's walking around as the champion and winning matches like has that ever happened before I thought that's what was going to happen I thought for some reason they were going to give it to MVP 
they've built him up to this point. I, I don't I, like. I really like Apollo Cruz winning and getting this big win, and then going up against another great challenger. I think this is just like a a really good match that'll be a stepping stone for him. But for some reason, I feel like they're gonna have MVP win, and it'll be so weird being with Bobby Lashley. But like, yeah. he'll be the champion. It just seems like a weird decision they would do. We saw it last night. There was a little promo with MVP, and he's chatting away with this title yeah. on. <laughs> And he's like, yes. Bobby Lashley's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And it's like, but well, you're better than him. Like, <laughs> legitimately better than him. You have a title. But he doesn't even have the title yet. He's wearing it. Like, it's yeah. so... MVP's so funny right now, so I hope so. Yeah. But I hope Apollo wins, and I hope it's clean. But anyway. So the next one on this card that I see here is the eye for an eye match. Ugh. Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. What the hell is going to happen here? <laughs> oh my god. I don't think knows. anybody can predict this. Who knows? I Who I will say knows? since Rey Mysterio already has the one injured eye, I will say he will win this one. I don't know how they're going to explain the ripping out of the eye and then oh, he 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 can see again. He's back to normal, but hey. <laughs> yeah. I will be tuning in. He physically removed his eye. <laughs> But on Monday Night Raw, it will be surgically repaired right. by Dr. Emergency Steve surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go with Rey Mysterio for this one. And I hope this feud ends. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who wins. Just, just, just make, it, make it a job match. Just... What do you think, Jason? Uh, is there any special like stipulations to the match itself? Or it's just like whoever wins, then you can poke his eye out at the end. No, 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 in no. order to win, you have to remove the person's oh, yeah, that's, to there's win, no pins. You have to, so the whole yeah. match, you're just trying to rip his eye out. Correct. Oh, well, because like, these two these two guys can have an amazing match, obviously. They're both amazingly talented, but is it going to, like, they're, they're going to constantly be just, like, working to rip each other's eyes out? Or are they going to do normal moves? Like, Yeah, like, how do, you, how do you right? work somebody's eye socket? Like, uh, <laughs> He's loosening that socket up. He's limbering like, up. Like. Which finisher has more likelihood to get rid of an eye? Stomping the curb stomp curb or stomp. a 619 kick to the face? Oh, both, actually. Oh, Good point. nice. Both. both, yeah. They can both Both can it. kill you in real life. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they should be and hyping has. up. You know, like, which finisher is more brutal to the eye? My God. That's, see, but that's when the announcers would come in with their own thing, and maybe that's what they'd say is, wow, you know, like, this was... Which finisher can actually, you know, really destroy someone's eye and destroy their vision? That's a great point, Jason. I don't know why they didn't go that route, but well, who, who do, do I think is going to win? win? Um, Ray Mysterio, Jordan. Um, yeah, Ray Mysterio. Nah, do you know what? Seth Rollins. I'm going to do it. Everyone else is going for Ray. I'm going to go Seth. But. Um, alternatively, Seth wins because Ray's son turns on him and becomes Seth's disciple. Oh, <laughs> that, means, Jason with the, uh, that means that means the I, I've just got it. I've just got it in my head that Seth wins, rips out Ray's other eye, and then Ray yeah. Mysterio comes to the ring with like a GoPro on his head because he can't see anymore. <laughs> Just, what's the GoPro gonna do? Yeah, what's the GoPro gonna <laughs> I don't know, do? Maybe Dominic can, can like control him from the back with like, oh. it's like, Dad, take a left and stuff like that. <laughs> Stage left. Drone, drone controlled wrestling. It's a better script than some of the crap we've seen recently. 
honestly. Maybe so. so. What about champion Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Championship? Bailey. Bailey. Yep. But that's yeah. I like Nikki, I hope, but I hope Bailey because. Well, yeah, I, I already said Bailey and Sasha have to win so they can uh, champion versus cha- versus champion later. So yeah. yeah, I think we all have Bailey on that one. What about Oscar champion versus Sasha Banks? <laughs> I feel like it's too soon for Asuka to lose it because well, she didn't, she's not. She didn't really win I mean, it. she didn't even win it properly, and she's about to lose yeah. it. So. I kind of want Asuka to win it, but I feel like Sasha's going to take it. Yes. I picked Sasha. I will pick Sasha. It makes the most sense. time. There. What about Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy in the bar fight? Oh, man. I do like the gimmick of the bar fight. I do do like that, but... uh, Another few that I hope okay. ends soon. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jeff Hardy. I think Seamus, uh, Seamus beat him last time. Um, I yeah. think uh, in the bar, it makes sense for Jeff, you know, have a few moments where he's like, oh, he sees the alcohol and he's like compelled to it, but he'll overcome. He'll do like <laughs> a, he'll do like a, 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 a swanton bomb off the, off the bar face and yeah. be done. I don't think I, will take Jeff I don't think well. Seamus has anything to gain from winning. But Jeff yeah, I think it'd be Jeff has good point. you know reputation and uh, ego to massage with a win. Jason. Go. Um I say that hopefully it's Jeff and he continues on to bigger and better things. All right, and then we have Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship. I say Drew McIntyre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Drew McIntyre. It's got to be. Anybody want to take against Drew? Uh, you know I love Dolph, but uh, no. It's, it's going to be Drew McIntyre. Whatever the stipulation is, it'll be like a, a chairs match or something like that. It's not going to be anything exciting, I don't think. How did they not choose the stipulation on Raw, though? Oh, I don't yeah. understand. He He's going to reveal it at the event. <coughs> He's going to reveal it at the Oh, right. That's what he said, yeah. Right. Oh, here we go. Come on. Jason, you got to put these things in and post, bud. Um, I, th- I hope Dolph Ziggler wins. To be but honest. who are you picking to win? Dolph Ziggler. I don't think he will actually, but I hope he does. So I'm just gonna say Dolph Ziggler. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. This is like that swamp match, right, or whatever it is. Swamp match. Yeah, it's a swamp fight. Swamp fight. Swamp for the Universal Champion. They're not gonna take the title away from Braun yet. They're just not gonna do it. But. I, I love that Bray has four gimmicks just now, or three gimmicks, or yeah, whatever so it is. Good. I just think that I mean, he's the he's the new Mick Foley, right? <laughs> right. Which well, one's going to turn up? I just love that. What's his uh, third Jordan gimmick? You well, you've got Bray as like head of the Wyatt family. You've got the 
um, Puppet Man. Yeah, what was it? I uh, like the We're really glad that you're our friends. That thing. The Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse guy. <laughs> and then uh, the you've got the Fiend. fiend. So. The Fiend's so. I like the. Oh, Fiend's so. The Fiend is I sick. I'm going to pick Bray. Uh, really? Bray. Yeah. I just want. I think I, I've gone wow. with the majority in every match. I, I want to pick one that I'm different. I, I do. It's probably going to be Braun, but I'll pick Bray just to have some uh, difference here. I mean, take a risk. But you don't actually think he's going to win. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> put him, put him down as my pick. Put him down as my pick. It's a, it's a swamp match. How do you win a swamp match? Uh, it's a swamp fight. Swamp fight. Yeah, it's not even a match. Not, How do you? Okay, so. How do you win? Whoever dies, loses. This is Whoever gets drowned. Yeah. Whoever gets, <laughs> you know, drowned. Whoever, by a <laughs> pretend alligator. Whoever the swamp takes, loses. The swamp is taken. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. When they get that big tentacle arm coming out of the garbage, it's going to come out of the swamp this time and drag one of them in, and that's it. He's one with the swamp now. <clears throat> so, Jason, who will you pick? Why does Bray Wyatt have a title match? <laughs> What happened? Because him and Braun used to be uh, cult members together. And that's about it. <laughs> cult buddies. So that's, that's the best they could come up with right now. <laughs> well, I, I they're gonna Bra, Braun's gonna win, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Braun, Braun. It doesn't. I, I think you know, looking at the the ratings, and then you look at this pay per view card and. The matches themselves, there's some good performers wrestling, like Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler in a WWE Championship match is something that I think we all could have dreamed of years ago, but it's just the story leading up to it hasn't been, I think, as good as it could be. And I think that's big part in my notes again this week. I still wish that champions did not fight each other before a match in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. fact that I saw them fight in a tag match really... Just pissing me off because I've been waiting for Drew to get his hands on Ziggler and kick the shit out of him. I, I don't mind there being a tag <laughs> match before if, like, I don't know. If they t- never get to fight each other. If they like never actually, the yeah, person. exactly. They never yeah, get to fight. Point. Like, okay, they're yeah, almost yeah. in the ring together and then Dolph tags out and just, like, total yeah, heel that, moves. That be like, smart. I'm not fighting you so yet. Good. That. Dolph being a little rat is the best. That is sick. But, yeah, to just straight up fight, what's the point? Yeah, that's a good point. So, yes. Oh, you heard that? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Uh, <laughs> do you think there's any chance Dolph Ziggler wins uh. though? Like re- any whatsoever? No. Yeah, there's still there's a there's a percentage of a if chance. If you saw him win, you would be blown away. Yeah, you'd be blown away. I'm not even blown away though. I'd, be I'd just be like, ugh. I'd be like, <laughs> why? It's not even a good surprise. He's never been the champion. He he Who's was he uh he. Well, he was the world. Huh? Uh, he was the world, world heavyweight. heavyweight champion. Yeah, he wasn't the WWE in an epic champion. A much more epic moment than this. I know what I'm saying. He never had this title. This is the this is the legacy title, isn't it? Yeah. No. If he this wins, is the universal. Is Drew McIntyre out legacy? of the title picture? Or does Drew just get it back at the next event? Like, still. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's next in line to fight Drew. If there's no one, then you can continue this with Ziggler. Give it to Ziggler. And I think Ziggler as a champion would be hilarious and funny and and entertaining. But 
he's just not he's not Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I say Ziggler as champion is better for an empty arena because like he's he can he can like you know you can put him out there and he can just go. Where I think Drew can really feed off the Maybe. crowd with his new character, and there's no crowd. I, I've liked Drew in recent weeks, though. Against Ziggler, he's shown some vulnerabilities, and he's shown some growth in his character. So yeah, he has. I was I was really looking for like yeah. a like I wish he was fighting against Bray Wyatt in a in a match that could make him look more badass. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, you know, like when Triple H fought Mankind and or fought Cactus Jack. Yeah. Right, and it just you were like, holy shit! Like Triple H got the shit kicked out of him in that match and still won and then we know later on what actually happened his leg was punctured by wood and there's tacks everywhere and all this crazy stuff so in an extreme rules event would it not be a good time to have drew mcintyre in a street fight against a monster like that that oh yeah give him this bring out that uh, the animalistic version the, the dangerous side of drew yeah yeah i don't know potentially but instead they're going this route where he's a little bit more vulnerable in, in the sense of, like, emotionally. <laughs> but he's also a heavy favorite. He's supposed to squash this little bug. We don't know what the bug. stipulations are and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Guess yeah, what, what do you think the stipulation is? Favorite. Guess the stipulation. Um. <laughs> uh. You know what I think Ziggler it is? Ziggler gets a gun. He brings back Welcome the two other men from the band, and it's three versus one. The two men, the, the new three-man band versus Drew McIntyre. That would be so good. <laughs> uh, that would be so funny. It's going to be boring. It's going to be the last man standing or something stupid like that. No, it's going to be more snaky where he has more of an advantage, I think. It's got to be a snaky one. Like t- hand tied behind what, your what, back What's he going to win or it? something? Blondest hair match or something like that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Wax, what do you think the stipulation is going to be? Uh, something boring. Tables. Table match. A table <laughs> a table just, match. Just tables. <laughs> I think it's going to be tables. The brawn panties match. <laughs> a ladder match might suit his uh, style of wrestling yeah. more than Drew's. Maybe. Could be a ladder match. Um... But I don't know if it's Iron a ladder Man. match. I'd like to know about it, but an Iron Man match. Oh my god! If it's no crowd, Inferno. All right. Well, that is the card for the what is it? The swamp fight, the bar fight, the eye for an eye, the extreme rules extravaganza that will the be this horror Sunday. The horror it, show. It has me intrigued. Extreme rules. I'm intrigued to see where they go with all these weird things, and if anything pays off. So we'll yeah. see. We're all going to tune in because it's a fucking weird card. Yeah. So we're all excited for yeah. it. So good job, yes. WWE, for at least creating some hype. You know, to me, it's not for the right reasons, but it's still got my interest. So thank you for that. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for listening this week. If you want to hit us up at The Four Jobbers on social media, hello at thefourjobbers.com. I am at Ginger Heat. This has been another episode of The Four Jobbers. We were joined by The Body from Kirkati. At Jordan Deves, Ryan the Taxman Waxman. His ad is at underscore Ryan underscore Waxman or something weird. What is it? It's at at Ryan W. At Ryan W and at They Hate Jason. Thank you guys so much for another incredible episode. Is there anything you guys want to say on the way out? Uh, nope. Also, no. <laughs>
Um, I guess not. Brett screwed John Brett. Michaels is overrated. <laughs> 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 Brett screwed. I will see you guys Brett. next week. <laughs> All right, so fuck me. Yeah, please tell me your audio worked this time. <laughs>